Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the other three cars in my garage. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the... <laughs> Daniel. Hello, everybody. My name's Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker, your tiny little swarm keeper ranger. And I'm definitely the uh, Dominus Rocket League car of this campaign. <laughs> Oh, that Yeah, garage. that's right. I chose it so I could sneak <laughs> oh that in. <laughs> if you want a real car, because it's also a Rocket League guitar, the guitar Rocket League car, the uh, Nissan Skyline. Hey, nice. Remember the Fast and the Furious. You're such a nerd. Oh, yeah. Such a nerd. That's a good one. <laughs> right. And I'm Armos. <laughs> Checking in. Uh, my favorite car would be... Uh, Oh, Tesla. Uh, I really like my car. It's my favorite thing. What kind of Tesla? It's the Model 3. Okay. I wanted to get the, the SUV, but then I got the 3, but I got the performance one. What color uh, is it? It's that, like, nice blue. What's the license Ooh. plate number? <laughs> Eat my ass is what I think it says. All right. Um, <laughs> my name is Alec. I play Drell of the Ashborn, and I'm actually really sick and tired of Dan going in front of me because he oh, seems no. to always take what I <laughs> like to pick. Uh, but since the GTR is out of the picture, I'm gonna go with a 1969 Fastback GT Mustang. Oh, lovely! Yeah. Nice, okay. nice. Fastback, not the coupe. Okay. AKA the Fox box as I'm told, told it's called. And Tony is the Ford model T of this. Uh, I am a campaign. Ford Taurus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look at me wrong and I'll blow up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, if I had to pick a car, I'll have to go with my favorite Dodge Challenger. You know what? I really don't care what year, mm. you know, the old ones look great, but I had a 2018 and I love that. I love that thing so much. White with the blacked out hood stripes, TA model, full chef's kiss. I love that car. It mm -hmm. was my favorite. And I'm also drinking a rain energy drink today. Oh, Cause... shit, we match. Yeah. What? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, orange dreamsicle? Yeah, flavor. First yes. one. First, first time <laughs> I'm wow. ever drinking it. It we called out them. to me. Yeah. Welcome to our uh, energy yeah. drink review. So once everybody. you take this sip, you're not going to want to drink it. First time I'm ever drinking this, by the way. First, first time. By the way, this is also not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if a rain person is listening. Oh, wow. Oh, bad, right? That's oh, not bad, wow. right? Hold on. I don't drink energy drinks, but every session I, I buy one of these just for our session. Oh, that's good. That's 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 good. I told you. Pinky's up. All right. Ah, you know the deal. Before we get into the recap, we got to do the rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by the Jared. Jared. Yeah. What do I got to do here? <laughs> Run down. Sorry, I'm new here. Give us the rundown, Jared. You know the rundown. The, uh, Why don't you go ahead and give us the rundown. Last episode. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a recap. The rundown, Jared. The rundown. Rundown. You know, like a, right, like a normal rundown. rundown today. It's a normal rundown. Oh man, let me tell you. You should join the Discord. Yes, please. Pop up in there. We have so many cool conversations that are going on at any given minute, and today. Someone dropped in some AI art that was just chef's kiss. Oh, so, so cool. Appreciate that. We talk about all sorts of things. We have tier lists up there. Everything. So, Join uh, for nothing more than the pet channel. 
Oh yeah, uh, like pets, companions, pet and familiars. Absolutely, give it a look. You can uh, find it on all our social media places. You can find a link right below this episode in the show notes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Join it now. Come be part of the community. Yeah. And now we're going to go ahead and roll for the recap. Yeah. Oh, where's if- this dice? <laughs> Here's a giant dice that was once chewed up by my rabbits. And if it lands on your number, you're going to go ahead and give the recap. One being me. Two being oh boy, uh, oh Dan, every time. three nope. being nope. <laughs> one being me, two being Alec, Alec three being ah, Dan, and four yes. being Jared. There we go. Yeah, we can go ahead and roll it on the couch of truth. It's gonna be Tony. I'm feeling it. No, fuck I, you. I, I fuck bet you, he Dan. misses it. I bet he misses. Yeah. Damn it! Not me. <laughs> I manifested it. You already used your one redo. Uh, we talk, I, don't, I don't recall. We get one a week, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna get locked and loaded here. Okay. In our last session, fiery blaze of glory as the three heroes escaped it, escaped a fiery tower of death where they found a little bunch of tiny minion maw monsters uh, popping out of dead bodies where blood shards once were. And they were all over the place and then they killed them. They completely eradicated them and then they scared the people away because they merely started like robbing the place. As all the people watched aghast, clenching their pearls, um, as the flaming tower was crumbling, the mass crowd ran away once they heard the news of monsters and they decided to continue along their way, leaving the tower to burn. After going down some ways, they come across Novo's cart. Uh, at Novo's cart, they meet Kemi Joe along with Artemis, his his security. At Novo's cart, they decide to order some food and alert to some of the Sidric guards about the incident that took place where they went to go investigate and let the... Uh, Lord Baron's Divider, no. Um, and he also decided to have a birthday party for the three of them, since the three of them having gone for the last year and camp out for the night. While camping out for the night, Minus, taking the first watch, notices something very awkward as he casts protection from good and evil and finds out that there's an apparition stalking them. Boom! Through the giant trees, there is a giant cyclops eyeball staring, staring at them through the brush where Minus begins to chase it down, and we pick up today's session with Minus going face-to-face with a Nothic. Bard, play that intro. Let's get on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Fellas, boyos, pick up this week's session in the middle of a camping session where Minus has chased down this weird apparition. And when he followed this apparition into a thick brush with a couple of surrounding trees and heavy foliage, he looks up and there is a giant eyeball staring at him only inches away from his face as there is this Nothic hugging a tree bench like a koala looking down at him. And as Minus screams for help, alerting the fellas. Ah, guys, wake up! The Nothic screams. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna go ahead and roll for initiative. Yup. Yup. Mm-hmm. Nine. Twenty-three. Five. Starting at the top of the round, Minus with a twenty-three face to face with a Nothic. 
only a few inches apart is this giant eyeball as this now think is koaling a tree hugging with his arms and leg around a tree branch was trying to hide from you screaming um as you call for help what are you doing i would like to climb up and try and get it down <laughs> so how, how, how would try, you like to do that i do have a net i guess i could try throwing my net at it how far up is it about five feet you could definitely throw a net at i'll it. just throw a net i'll just throw a net at it is a 15 hit a 15 does not hit as you go to throw the net up he sees that you're like you're trying to catch him and he scurries along the branch and it hops up onto it dang it you see that he's crouched onto the branch just evading your net and his arms and like he's sitting like uh like spider-man on the branch <laughs> so i throw my net at it i miss it go dang it all right so we're gonna have to try something else do the thing Sit, do the thing. <laughs> Minus goes invisible. <sighs> uh, oh, wait. Actually, okay. There's a bonus action using nature's veil, and I become magically invisible, along with all my equipment, everything I'm wearing and carrying, until the start of my next turn. And then I, I, I like, try and get into a favorable, favorable position. <laughs> now, if I wanted to, see, if you wanted to see you, he has to make a perception check, or I'm invisible. Completely invisible. Okay. Yeah. Um, straight up invisible. Okay. It's like mag it's magic, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's still up in this tree and he sees you go invisible. He goes, ah. <laughs> as he breathes heavily, as his one eye scans from like right to left. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, I'm just holding steady for now. We're going to move to initiative nine. Almost awaken from your slumber. Reginald going, <laughs> as you hear the cries of menace. What? the hell did he get into um can i see from where i'm at what's going on or well obviously i can see what's right I mean, the commotion is about 50 feet away is it in line of sight you can't see them you can see the area there is thick brush in between where you are to where they are and they are in trees so you don't have mm -hmm. a direct line of sight but you can yeah. see where they are Armos wakes up, sprints straight towards where uh, he last heard Menace, and he gets about 30 feet, stops, takes a look, and doesn't see shit. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to roll me a perception check to see if you can try to find this thing deep within the foliage. Um, and with a five mm, against his... Nope. Maybe we'll get lucky. Now one. It wasn't that one. Oh my <laughs> god. And this thing has amazing pluses to stealth, by the way. And <laughs> oh, you see this thing hanging out in a tree, looking around, and this Nothic looks very nervous. Mm. Like a dog whose like bone just disappeared. He's like, <laughs> My net helped. You're like, what's that net doing in the tree? And then you see and the Nothic next to it. <laughs> <laughs> and um as he's like looking, he's like half his body's like leaning over cautiously. It's like he's communicating through his teeth. Do I get the idea that he's trying to speak words? No, he's not speaking words. Like, is he? he's trying to communicate is what you just said, right? Yes, but it's like his body language, more or less. You can tell that. You can tell from his body language and the chatting of his teeth, he's cautious and confused. I know what you're up to. Miss <laughs> <laughs> screamed. Okay, yeah, Armos would blast it to hell at this point. There's, I'm like, uh, I see the net. But if Minus is in trouble, no way. Uh, okay. I'm going to, as a bonus action, hex it. 
you deal extra 1d6 whenever you hit an attack. So it doesn't do anything right off the bat, I don't believe. I'm just double checking. What skill are you uh, damaging? So we'll do dexterity. That's my boy. This purple swirl erupts from your hands as this evil devilish glyph surrounds the Nothic and the Nothic looks around as a, a spell was just casted on him as this similar after image of the hex surrounds him as you hex him. After the hex, Armos winds up and throws three Eldritch Blasts at the Nothic. Uh, the first is an 11, a 24, and a 22. One of them misses as the other two hit it right in its chest. 25 damage. Ooh, he gets knocked out of the tree and falls down into the brush below him. He takes 23 points of damage. <laughs> he does fall. He does get knocked back 20, 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> and rolls into the brush. Uh, okay, so that's my movement, my action, and bonus action. I'm all good. We're going to move to initiative six, which is this Nothic. And you see him get up through the brush, and he looks bloody. He has blood coming from his eye, and his jaw fits a bit, looks a bit loose. And you see that he limps out of the foliage and he looks back and he chomps and his eye looks angry. Hey. He's going to go ahead and he's going to move 30 feet away from you. Yeah. Instead of like going away, he's actually going to climb up into a tree and he's going to climb 20 feet up and he is going to attempt to hide. Armos and Minus, go ahead and make me perception checks. 13. You see that as he scurries up the tree, leaves fall, Wait, I just and he's is. gone. <laughs> I just know where it is, though. Because I'm still concentrating on my Gosh. spell. Wait, is the visibility concentration? No, invisibility is not. Invisibility is not concentration? Mm. Yeah. It's just one of my features. Well, because it's also just towards, it's until the end of, or the beginning of his next turn. Yeah. So it's not like a continuous oh, thing. Oh, you yeah. son of a gun. You're right. You tricky <laughs> little bastard. So I just know where it is. <laughs> Minus, you know that he's climbing to the top. You cannot visually see him, but you know where he is. Yeah. And then as he goes to the top of the tree, you hear some rustling move. And then, boom, texture of good and evil no longer senses anything. Just disappears. Oh, Armos, he's gone. I yell. And then you... All of a sudden, you just see in the bushes, minutes go back into existence. Oh, hey, Armos. <laughs> what was that? I was invisible. Yeah. Yeah. So no. and I have been working on this new trick. He puts his hand to his face. No. What, what huh? was that thing? What? I didn't oh, get the, a good that, look at it. That was your, that was your not, nothic thing. Mine? From your book. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just disappeared. It's gone. It's gone. You sure? Yeah, I'm uh, detecting good and evil right now, and it's uh, just disappeared, so. Is Drell up? Drell? Where are you at? Hold on. Let me dash in uh, another direction, see if I can find it. Maybe it's just nearby. I, I don't know. And, like, dash through the brush <laughs> north of me. So we will go to initiative five as you yell for oh. Drell to wake up. Mm -hmm. just gonna say, it's my turn. <laughs> Drell, what are you doing as you hear Minus crying for help and almost um. blasting away? And Reginald snoring next to you. Uh, I think Drill gets up, kind of rubbing his eyes, and he yells, uh, Menace, I swear, if this is one of these middle-of-the-night dance parties with SIDS again, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and he, like, walks over to Armos. <laughs> 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 
You see, you see one of the SIDS has like a tambourine that he just going <laughs> and hits the floor. And then, and then he also goes, oh, by the way, since you're, you know, detecting good and evil, uh, what do you see when you look over here? And I just stand directly behind Armos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I detect any evil? Horrible, in... <laughs> horrific evil on the shoulder of Armos. <laughs> Wait a second, Reginald is evil? <gasps> Minus is now having a... Uh existential crisis or something <laughs> as reginald jumps back up on his shoulder um as you look over he goes oh what i miss what i miss drell you should you, you should search just in case i mean you said it's not here but sure let me let me see and he sarcastically bends over and puts his like hand over his eyes and like gazes through the uh the bushes <laughs> See if he sees anything. Roll me a search with disadvantage. Wait, I'm looking hard. What is the disadvantage? <laughs> Sarcastically? <laughs> uh, I'm looking hard. You got you there. You got you Hardly there. looking. Uh, so perception, right? Um, uh, that's gonna be a nine. You think you find a rare exotic bug that you've never seen before? It has like seven legs. Like it looks like a, like a, like a, one of those springtime beetles, just chirping on a rock. What's what, oh. what? Do I know the breed? No. Whoa, Reginald, look. There's seven legs on this bug. Whoa. You know this guy? <laughs> and Reginald needs oh. it. Um, we're going to go back to the top of the round. Menace. Oh, all right, Sid, let's do a once-over. Give me a sec, guys. I'm just going to run through the brush. <laughs> it just beelines it through the brush north. Just what is to this like... guy? What is this kid doing? <laughs> just to see if I detect anything. They still have it on. And it's a 30 foot radius. As you run through the foliage, you do not sense anything from where you began your trot to the end of your trot. And where you're standing right now, you don't sense anything. Oh, I think it's gone, everybody. We tried. We tried. Uh, okay, so for the record, what exactly were you guys looking for? Because I was a little out of the loop. It's one of them Nothics things from uh, Armos's creature book. Noth what? I pull out uh, my, uh, what, what is it? Something for dummies? Hold on. So, Armos, one of the items you found back at Arc 1 in the cabin was one of the wizard's, uh, book of notes. It was yeah, a yeah, monster, yeah. Manual. monster manual. For, yeah. So, <laughs> it is. um, just to give a quick recap, what that item does is that if you took a action to investigate, like, a monster, anything, pretty much that book has a bunch of monsters below challenge rating level three so a lot of common monsters and the, if you would roll dc to see if that monster's stats or weaknesses or any knowledge about that monster would be in that book but one mm -hmm. of the pages was a nothic and it was like folded over like a bookmark was left on that page mm. so i can see his stats if I, if I read my book so what in that book was like the history of a nothic you know what they are. It doesn't have any weaknesses, like what they're susceptible to, but you know what they're capable of. So you know that a Nothic, where a Nothic comes from, is when a wizard is infatuated with a certain idea of magic to the point that it becomes a curse. It consumes him. Or the magic that he's focused on eventually consumes him and becomes a shell of what he was with the partial knowledge of what he was focusing on. And you know that these are magical creatures and all Nothics used to be wizards at one point in their past life. And they have transformed into this apparition. Huh, wizards. 
<laughs> so lame. <laughs> Wizard. So the three of you are out of combat. As Menace, you can confirm from your current position that you that you've lost yeah. them. You you do see Menace running around for another five minutes, just going. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> <Rolling> over here. <laughs> nope, nope, it's gone. <laughs> Wait, one more check. No, no, okay. <laughs> Ooh, that was a workout. Oh man. I might as well have had a dance party tonight if I it was just going to be up anyways. Trombone comes out. Sure, Drell? No dance party, huh? Huh? No. Put it away. Put it away. Nope. Push the tambourine away. Put it away. Put it away. I mean, we barely got him to say once a week, so I'm taking it. So, it is still in the middle of the night, and the three of you are now up. You see way in the distance that you're not too far from the road where Novo's cart was. What would the three of you like to do with the rest of the night? All right, Drill, your watch. <laughs> and he just goes right into the sleeping bag. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, what? Yep, you heard him, and I go <laughs> in lane bed. I thought it was the third. <laughs> Good luck. Well, I guess it's just me. And uh, Drell kind of just finds a good um, tree to lean up against, and he kind of just keeps watch for the next foreseeable few hours. All right, so you go ahead and nestle up a tree. Up against the tree. Up against climbing. the tree. You're, 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 you're cuddling the tree. Uh, <laughs> you nestle up next <laughs> to a tree as you lean against it, and you are now taking watch. Go ahead and make me a perception check as you take watch for the next few hours. That's a five. You look around as the nighttime begins to settle. You see the footprints of Menace as he charged through the brush. <laughs> like you even eights. see the little dipper in the sky. Oh, wow. And time passes, and... Your shift is up. Uh, I walk over and I kick Armos in the shin. And uh, I say, wake up. <laughs> it's your turn. All right. And instead of um, going to his own bed, he lays in Armos's because it's already warm. You rip his bag <laughs> because it's smaller than yours. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, oh, I need leg room. And I just, like, kick out the bottom of it. <laughs> it's okay. Drell can sew. He'll yep. sew it up later. Yeah. I'll fix it. I see him kick out the thing. I get mad and uh, light the fire with my firebolt cantrip. Even, just make it more of a blaze. Be like, there, there's some warmth for you as I walk away. <laughs> you go ahead to your posting spot and Re Reginald is now looking at you uh, on your shoulder. He's, as you're taking a watch, he's just staring at you uncomfortably. What? I know this might be a bad time, but now it's just oh, the two God. of us. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. you gotta... It's time to keep up your end of the uh, bargain right now, and it's been uh, exactly this many hours. And he puts up a couple paws. Mm -hmm. And, um... That looks time like to pay the toll, three? bud. Three? Six? What? Six hours? Times more. Oh, okay. And he, he puts up his feet. <laughs> <laughs> you see he has all of his paws up, and he's, like, hopping on one, like... It's been some time since you paid the toll. And, um, mm. you know, the well was getting a bit dry. Wink, mm. wink. He has your tome, and he's, like, tapping the crystal on the on the cover of the book. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's time you uh, <clears throat> fill the meter. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're out of gas here. If you, oh, if you we have gas. We have gas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's going to have to wait. Is it? Yeah, a little bit. Is it? Yeah, a little mm. bit. Yeah, nothing you can do. Put a uh, top it off. You know, we're just gonna have to get through another mile or two. Are you not filling the book? N uh, not until the night's over. Okay. We're too many, too many things would be happening at once. Nope. Okay. 
So go ahead and make me a perception check as you continue your watch throughout the night. Ooh, here we go. Ready for this? 15. So as you take watch, you see that for the duration of your watch, Reginald is like pressing the book up against you. He's asking you to pay the toll and you ignore him and you tell him it's not a good time. And Reginald is pressing the matter. As the sun begins to rise and dawn begins to kick in, um, you are going to suffer one point of exhaustion as you refuse uh. to keep up your end of the bargain. Man. When Reginald asks for it. Mm-hmm. You are also what going to take you're gonna take seven points of psionic damage. What? On top of your one point of exhaustion as you neglect to as you neglected the tone. Mm. He must look disheveled when I wake up. <laughs> he, he has withdrawals right now. Yeah. <laughs> he has like five Damn. o'clock shadow. Uh, <laughs> good morning, Armos. <laughs> yeah, how good is it? And Reginald looks pissed. He looks disheveled. Pretty good. How are you guys doing? How was watch? I hate him. I hate him, Armos. Mm, yeah, Armos. This sleeping bag was so comfortable. Drell <laughs> like wiggles his feet. Wait, why are you in Armos's cot? Uh, it was warm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's valid. That's valid. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's pretty base. That's, that's what I'm saying. As the sun begins to kiss the sky, what are you three doing on this fine morning? I start my morning with uh, another bowl of oats and my butterscotch pudding. Perfect. I think Drell starts. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna eat the fried salamander fingers for breakfast. Breakfast. It's a hearty <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Not the strength of the North Power breakfast. That's going to be dinner. Uh, okay. Breakfast for dinner. I like it. What's my pudding give me? Uh, oh, yeah. So you got this last time. So you know the pudding gives you advantage on stealth checks. And you cannot have disadvantage on dexterity checks. And what does my fried salamander fingers give? The salamander fingers gives you advantage on stealth checks and plus two D6 damage on surprise attacks. Um, Here, Armos, you might need this. And I give him my butterscotch pudding. Great idea, Drell. I love that you're all sharing. I'm so happy this morning to be with you all and, you know, alive and not in Shadowfell. <laughs> yeah, you want one of my uh, salamander fingers, Minus? And I put it, like, right up against his face. Uh, no, no, I'm, uh, no, I don't eat, uh, again, <laughs> I don't eat meat and stuff and lizards. No, it's not. This is just salamander. Oh, I'm going to pass for now. <laughs> okay. You're lost. Thank you're you. Lost. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pack up. I think it's time to hit the road, get to uh, the divider today. It would be nice. Want to get rid of those shards. Yeah, I mean, we don't need them for anything else, right? So we might as well just get rid of all of them. As I'm, I'm giving just the <laughs> deadest look ever at them all. <laughs> his well, his collar's buttoned unevenly. <laughs> <laughs> you want to, hey, uh, like, go back to the car and get some coffee? or? Hey, uh... Almost. Maybe we should like, you know, bum one. Mm. Yeah. No. Maybe later. Almost. Mm. <laughs> he's not gonna like this. He's gonna be really bad. Mm-hmm. 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 We're, I'm we're gonna go do there. my calisthenics. Oh, and I'll meet you guys yeah, out on yeah, the trail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are we getting there? Yeah. Drell packs up his stuff while Menace is doing his calisthenics and starts walking towards uh, back to where the cart was on the road. So the three of you have woken up like really early in the morning, and as you, the three of you, finish up your morning routine. You pack up your things and you head back in the direction of Nova's cart. And you see that Artemis and Kemi Joe are getting their things ready as they're looks like they're heading towards Lord Baron's divider. You see Novo's cart is still closed up. However, you see it moving left to right in a rhythmic motion and a bunch of pots of pans going off as he's getting ready for the next day. Bing, bing, ching, ching, bing, 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 and smoke is coming up from the chimney stack. And you do see a 
big old pot of coffee and a jar next to it and it says honor system in misspelled <gasps> and across a jar and you see there are some um gold coins in there and there's a bunch of paper cups i'm gonna how much is the coffee again six gold pieces can i can i put my coffee in a vial uh yeah you can it still have the same duration though you slip six gold into the jar and it goes bing 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 and the gold you added disappears Ooh. you still see the gold that's like already left there like there's like a few gold pieces in there but the gold you added disappear magically see menace that's a marketing tactic see what they do is they make it seem like other people already bought it so then you know it looks like it tastes good so then you go buy it it's kind of like a tip jar you know, they leave a few dollars at the bottom of the tip jar, so then you think other people tip, so then you tip. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness, I need to write this down. <laughs> write it all down, this. Everyone thinks I'm dumb, but I'm pretty smart. Marketing tactics. Oh my god, I never even thought about that. Almost ask him. Ask him for one, almost. Come on. No. What'd you talk about over there? You, you ready to go? Yep. Kick rocks. <laughs> Cammy Joe walks over. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh oh. You guys are early risers too, huh? Uh, sure are, Kimmy. Ha <laughs> ha, mornings are for the ones who see glory. Ah, uh, Artemis, it's good to see you again. When we make it back to the Sigic College, I want to hear all kinds of stories from your past, okay? And you will have an earful, my new friend. That's good. Do you like games? I love games. Oh, we're going to play so many uh -oh. games. Especially ones that end in glorious combat, surrounded in an arena of people who cheer you on. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's cool. That's cool. He stares off into the distance. I like this guy. All right, well, we got to get going. So uh, uh, I'll send you some letters later, though. Don't you worry, Kemi. We'll keep in touch. All right. And well, uh, Artemis, good to see you. Good to see you, too. Teddy Aren't boy. they going to Lord Baron's Divide, or are they going back? They are heading to Lord Baron's Divider. I thought you were going the other way. You're going to Lord Baron's Divider? Oh, I got to turn yeah, this in. No, yeah, remember, he said he goes back and forth. I thought you were oh heading back. Goodness. Does no one else listen to conversations besides me? We can travel together. Ah! Friend trip. <laughs> and I do my secret handshake with Kemi Joe that we wrote about together. <laughs> oh, almost, please, please. All right, look, listen. I know it's you're contractually bounded to give me blood charts, uh, but like I'm really gonna need it today. Okay, please. You know what? You're gonna have to one, just snap one, your fingers. One and I'll cut a deal with the big guy. One and I'll cut a deal with the big guy. Okay. We're the five best friends that anyone could have. We're the five best friends that anyone could have. We're the five best friends that anyone could have. We'll never, never, never leave each other, and we go to the divider. Da, da, da. This is worse than the realm of blood and pain. <laughs> Armas leads so, the way down the road. Perfect. The, the five and a half of you make your way to Lord Baron's Divider. And Armos, the entire way, you are not feeling great. Uh, Reginald is also not feeling great. And he's the entire way over, he's like badgering you about this contract. And you know it has been some time since you mm -hmm. fed the tome. Even though it feels like yesterday, technically, with the massive shard that you absorbed yeah, in Shadowfell, he's giving you, he's like tapping on his watch, his uh, metaphorical watch. Mm -hmm. And the five of you go down the road. Minish, you start to share stories of Kemi Joe and you're hitting it off. Artemis is like keeping an eye out for anything that may arise. I would like to also give an inspiring talk and Ooh. give everyone uh, temporary hit points. Oh, okay. Go, go ahead and give us a taste of what that speech sounds like. I'm maybe having withdrawals from blood shards, but you know what? We're going to get through this together. 
because I need you guys <laughs> and I need blood charts, but I need you guys more. But these, oh. yeah, yeah, we'll just we're going to keep going down this road. And you know what? Up to six of you are going to get this lovely temporary hit point nice. of 15. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't know we were close like that. And Kemi <laughs> Joe hugs you. <laughs> Truly inspiring words there, Red Friend. Yeah. And as you give a inspiring speech and Reginald is like trying to distract you the whole way, you come across on a hill and a large castle tower emerges on the horizon. The castle looks fortified and well-maintained. The fortified castle is surrounded by a river with blooming foliage growing within the marble cracks. You see the main entrance and it's a large hall staircase that looks like it's made for giants. And as you gaze, Drell, you know this is Lord Baron's divider. The fortress is a stronghold and a beacon of the border it's sworn to protect. Separated on the island, there are two traveling checkpoints on either side of the fortress island that allows passage between the two kingdoms. The two checkpoints next to the fortress have a decorated gate of passage that arcs over a well-kept dirt road. Along these gates are well-kept sturdy guards checking the papers of those who pass through it. There are no connected walls attached between these gates. At a glance, you can assume you could just walk around it but the more you look, you notice that there are these shining beacon towers in the distance that spread throughout the horizon. Slim guard towers with shining beacons on top. For those of you that are akin to magic, Minus and Armos, you can feel the presence of a barrier protecting the land. Okay, so you know that you can reach it within the next few minutes. As you are surveying the land, you do see some people on either side of the gates and past Lord Baron's Divider, this tower fortress, you see icy mountains of the north within the distance. And then you see like the snowy mist and it kind of like your view fades from that point. You can't really see much beyond it. Oh, it's been a long journey to get here. My goodness. Thought we'd never get to this place. <laughs> oh, you never been to Lord Baron's Divider before? Like here, like... I mean, uh, a couple times a month, to be honest. I'm always turning in stuff. Uh, I don't know oh. why I get tasked with these uh, assignments, but yeah. Oh, I haven't. Drell's been here, though. Actually, I've only been through one of the checkpoints on the side. I've actually never been through it. So you trek on, you reach the end of the path, and before you is an island with the with Lord Baron's Divider right in front of you with no bridge. There is one guard at the end of the path standing stoic with half-plate armor with a full visor wielding a tall spear. You know it's another one of these construct guards standing at attention. And it turns to you. And in a metallic, ethereal-like voice, it says, How may I assist you today? What was that? How may I assist you today? Sorry, it's hard to hear you. Assi oh, 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 assist us. Yeah, we're looking to speak to Lord Baron. Uh, we got some important news. So uh, if you could just show us the way, that'd be cool. State your business. Hang on. I grab uh, I grab the guys and we do a little huddle. Uh, okay. We don't really want to say what we have, but we need to get in there. Uh, yeah. What was that monster we took out in the other place? What did he say his name was? The Revenger. Uh, no. 
the, in the town to the, to the south. The little fiery thing that was on fire, Menace. What was it called? Yeah, that thing. Tell them that we're from the. Tell them that we were the ones that came across the the tower on fire. Yes, we have news about the tower. You see it. The lights underneath his underneath his visor glow green for a second, and he goes, "State your news." Hey, see this thing? <laughs> like, hold up this squishy bag and like pull out the maw monster. These attacked and uh, unfortunately took the lives of many of your guards. I guess we were informed by our guards just yesterday. Yeah, and we were friends. We're friends with Bando, Boris, and Jubes. Zoom. The construct guard looks at you and then turns around as his visor glows green and then back to blue, turns to the fortress and stabs his spear into the ground twice. Across the watery path, a translucent blue shimmering bridge etherealizes, turns back to you. You may cross. Ooh. Nice. See, I told you that would work. As I was like, holding my breath. <laughs> but Minus, Good idea, you, go, bro. you go first. You go first. Okay, cool. Just <clears throat> kind of. Actually, now I'm nervous. Now that I'm looking at it, uh, there, like you can see the water below you. It's right. not wrapping waters. It's just a river that's cutting and surrounding right. the island. Ooh, okay. Just uh, just like jumping into a cold pool. Okay. Uh, I hop on. <gasps> As you hop on, you see the bridge etherealizes a, um, a little bit more. Like where you stepping, you see like uh, the energy ripple at oh, your feet. This is cool. And just like last night, I'm like running side to side zigzags around the bridge. Guys, look at this. Hey, uh, almost distracted. Maybe we could uh, take one of the bad boys. <laughs> nope. And I follow, I follow this <laughs> on the bridge. See, just... isn't it fun? Hemi <laughs> Joe, you try. <laughs> Oh, he's already ahead of you. He's like, I do this all the time. <laughs> I got access. And he just oh. walks across. <laughs> oh, I got access. We could have just oh, okay, okay. done that. Yeah, we just to huh. get in. Yeah, we should just say we're with Kemi, huh? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay. As you cross the magical bridge, it lifts up as soon as the three of you reach the other side. It actually begins to close behind the last person in line. As you reach the other side, a large stone staircase built for giants is before you. Etched within the giant steps are smaller steps more fitted to your size. At the top of the stairs is this elegant steel door with beautiful stained glass art. Kemi Joe walks up to the door and he goes, all right, guys, so I'm going to actually have to make a hard left when we get in here. I got to go to the alchemist department uh, and turn in this project. So, um... I'm assuming you're gonna be here for a while, so I don't know if I'll see you on the way back. They usually don't like people hanging out here for too long. Um, they try to keep you know the tourists out. Uh, so if I don't see you, I hope you have a good one. We're back yeah, at you, Kemi. And hopefully I see you before you know months, a year passes. Yes, you'll be getting mm -hmm. more letters. I promise, Kemi. Oh, I look forward to those letters. I've truly yeah. been. Right. Oh, Smell to you later, Kemi. Yeah, you're going to the alchemy place? Don't forget that book. Oh, thanks. Oh, how can I forget it? I can finally return it. And he's looking at the <laughs> half-destroyed book. <laughs> Artemis gives you all predator handshakes. Aye, it was a pleasure to meet you all. You as well. Uh, that was a strong handshake. My God. <laughs> you say your goodbyes. You walk through the massive steel door. And a grand hall is revealed before you. Tall vaulted ceilings with banners hanging in a row from either side. On your left side is the Kingdom of Aramor's sigil. On your right side is the Kingdom of Brim's sigil. Down the center of this grand hall, being led by a long blue carpet, leading 
to stairs that are descending. Off to the sides are rooms and various doorways leading to other parts of the fortress. You see Kemi Joe walking off to his left and all of these doors look very different and the door he walks through looks like it's shaped like a vial. And the other doors follow suit. It looks like their doorways uh, match what they're for. So you see a giant shield, you see a giant sword door, you see one that looks like an orb, very themed rooms. And on the other end, you see a staircase that is descending downward. And from that staircase, there is a guard standing in front of it. And you hear a lot of different conversations down those stairs. So many conversations that you can't hear one word. It sounds like there's a convention down those stairs. You follow the carpet leading to the descending staircase, and you see a massive bullpen of people revealed. Tables upon tables packed from wall to wall with people working on projects and experiments. Goliaths, dwarves, elves, humans, and gnomes, all wearing lab coats and tech uniforms. People are rushing from one end of the room to the other. Workers are pulling trolleys of equipment and resources as the as the people uh, tech coats and lab coats are pulling various items off the carts. The floor below looks like a high-paced work environment filled with brilliant minds and eager scientists. As you gaze to the floor below, another construct guard blocks the staircase asking for your identification. How oh, may I help you today? Uh, I step in. Lord Baron's expecting us. Name? Bando Baris. I mean, Minis. Uh, we, uh, we know Bando and uh, Jubes or New knew them we have news about them you see his visor turns green as he looked at the three of you and he turns off to his right and he points to a door and the door that he's pointing to are look like generic steel and wooden doors yes lord baron is expecting you beyond those doors expecting us Ooh. we're big time guys <laughs> all right thank you very much i appreciate it you see that he nods at you oh these things are cool all right through the doors. The three of you walk through these double iron doors. The structure of this room does not match the outside. It actually looks pretty modern and efficient. It is a big office room. As you walk in, it is a wide hallway filled with books and columns keeping the room up. And on the other side, at the edge of the room is this giant oval-like office with windows that look out into the river. In the center of the room is this very wide oak desk and there is a very old Goliath sitting on the other side of that desk in this very big chair. Head down in his notes, and he looks very tall and slim. And you hear the voice echo from the other side of the room. Ah, yes. I was wondering when the three of you would finally show up. I knew you, the three of you would be slow. I didn't think it would take you about a year to get to me. I mean, Hilo isn't that far. Oh my god. And he goes, please, please, come in. Come in. And his head is still down and he's waving you over with Yeah, sorry, we took a wrong turn in Shadowfell. Uh What? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Please come in. Took a wrong come in. turn in Shadowfell. Please don't yell. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry. The three of you approach his desk, and this elder Goliath looks up. White hair, short beard balding on top. Icy blue eyes look up from his papers and gives you a look. He's wearing he has like this white tank top on that looks very dirty brown breeches and a lab coat that is slung over the back of his chair. 
Around his neck looks like an iron chain. At the bottom of the iron chain is this green translucent emerald hanging from it. Two of you, Minus, almost, it's an amulet. It's very magical. You don't know what it does, but you sense a lot of magic coming from within it. He looks old, but he looks uh, Drell. You even know, like, this is what a Goliath in his 70s would look like. In his old age, he looks like he's, he works out every day, but he's lost a lot of gains. But he looks very healthy as an old man. His voice sounds younger. And he uh, puts his hands together, and he folds them, and he puts it on his desk. And he looks at the three of you. He goes, welcome, Armos, Drell, and Minus. Please have a seat. I believe there's much to discuss. I tug on Drell's pants. I'm like, Drell, he knows our names. I don't know why you're looking at me. I didn't tell him. I sit down. We almost actually sat down. Oh, shit. This has got to be serious. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he always stands during these. This is the first time I've yeah, seen him do this. Yeah, he actually sat down. We're Should beta. we be worried? He's a beta. I'm going to stand. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> He's a beta. <laughs> I go, sit down. So, first things first. Introductions. I already know who the three of you are. I am Lord Baron. Protector of the divider between the Kingdom of Aramor and the Kingdom of Brim. Leader and protector of the Sitcha College and everyone who lives within Trillis. I believe the three of you have something for me. I mean, we got lots of things for you, to be honest. Well, there's Bro. no time like the present. I'm not getting any younger. Drell, bag. Okay, so, uh, yeah, this is where Drell pulls out his bag, and as he's um, rummaging, um, I, like, Drell's kind of just rummaging through his bag, trying to find, okay, where did I put this? Uh, okay, here first. Uh, so, long story short, we were in Shadowfell, and um, we came across these plans, and I pull out the folder of documents that I grabbed from the other tiefling's office, and I slide them across the table to him and I tell him uh it looks like they were trying to plan some sort of assault um you know either on the divider or the Sigit College not really sure but um yeah you see he quickly takes the, takes the papers as he's listening to you he's quickly skimming through them and he's sorting them as he's reading them um as he's doing that um I want to uh stealthily um, take uh, I want to try to grab a few of the like as I'm just looks like I, I like look like I'm still looking um, for like a bunch of stuff and I want to try to just slide a few blood shards out of the bag that I'm going to give him <laughs> to like keep a few oh. go ahead and make me a slide of hand check as you are trying to separate them in front of me I don't know if this is going to work at 13 <laughs> as he is sorting the papers Go ahead and place that bag right here. And uh, is there any reason why you might need to keep some of those blood shards for yourself? Uh, they they accidentally <laughs> fell out. I was actually <laughs> scooping them in to the bag. <laughs> we can't leave those lying around, can we? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> and I just put the... I pull out the smaller bag because I'm keeping the, the bag of holding. So, like... Uh, yeah, you want to keep your bag of holding and you have the bag that was like meant to hide the blood shards. Yeah. But you've gained so much of them that you kind of like pour some of the blood shards on the desk from the bag of holding and give the shards from uh, the shards that Duncan originally gave you. 
that like yeah. dampens the yeah. uh, bloodshot effect. Well, this is a lot more than Duncan had promised. Um, makes sense why it took you so long to get to me. And he picks up the shard, he looks at them, he starts to sort them into piles, and he goes by the color. You notice that the deep red ones are all the way um, on the right, and the see-through ones are all the way on this left. And he is separating them, he's quickly shifting through them, and he has like a little monocle where he's like checking them. And he goes, no, okay. do this in front of me. This is <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to you in a moment, Armos. You tell uh, you tell your little friend to be patient. And he oh begins God. to sift through and he goes, Armos, Armos, we should take one of those. I ask him for, for one. As he's doing that, I want to ask him, um, so why are, like, why are you separating them? What is the difference between all of these? He takes one of each and he puts it in front of you. He goes, the first thing you're going to notice is that one, you cannot see through. And one you can see oh. through. Now this is very obvious. Oh. Yes, yes. And it's take notes. Take. I mean, oh, I got it. The reason for this is because this is a what we call a charged blood shard. Charged blood shard. Mm. This contains the souls of many. This has been used in various murders, acts of hate, or poor victims that were in the wrong place at the wrong time. This one is empty. This one is ready to be charged. Those who follow in Crystal's footsteps try to get these charged blood shards in which they can use them for various dark rituals and magic or make sacrifices to their great creator. Um, Drell is just making the most awkward why is everyone staring Side at eye. me? <laughs> I contact with Armos. Why is everyone staring at me right now? <laughs> the reason why we separate them is that uh. here at the Divider, we are dedicated to learn more about these blood shards and keep them away from the public. Keep them away, deep red ones safe, in hopes that we can free the souls within them. We don't expect to bring them back to life. That is beyond our comprehension and our abilities. There's only so long that somebody could be dead and bring them back within certain means. Nothing short of a miracle, you would say. However, we believe that one day we'll be able to free the souls so that they may pass on to their next life, where they deserve to be, whether that be in the nine hells or in their rightful place in heaven, so with the gods that they worship. Uh -huh. But they cannot get there if they are trapped in here. And he puts oh. them off to the side. So you're actually saving the souls. You're not damning them into internal hell or anything. We, and then I make more eye contact. Feeling attacked. Almost. I thought we kind of. I thought we went over this. Yeah. So what? What happens to the souls? Like, uh, it's just a, a random example. Like, what would happen to the souls? I'm okay. just thinking off the top of my head. If someone like crushed them into their hand. Oh, there's a good what, point. Uh, and I look back at Drell. Yeah, because we just <laughs> fought a guy and he did it twice. So it was real weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the... That's a really good diversion. Are you familiar <laughs> with what a phylactery is? Oh, I'm not into that. What? A phylactery is an item that is charged 
through certain magical means. Typically, these are common among liches, absorbing souls so they may keep their life going. Oh, that's not what I thought you said. Now, you may be more familiar with this as the term acrylic shard may come into your mind. An acrylic shard is powered by these blood shards. An acrylic shard held by few may absorb the power of these blood shards to cast powerful dark magics. Mm. Mm. More commonly known as blood magic. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. And there are, what color are those ones? The acrylic shard looks more of like a perfect gem. They are normally uh -huh. socketed or come from great magical items. So an acrylic right. shard can be formed. From what we gathered, the acrylic shard is either A, gifted to a select few from a crystal himself, or mm. they are formed from great, powerful ancient artifacts. Mm. Okay, good to know. Mm. So, a couple things. First, I just want to make sure you get this paperwork, and I put Yuri's paperwork on the desk. Uh, yeah, this is the guy that... Uh, Kind of blew up Dillmore, so uh, just want to make sure you have those plans. Obviously, Drell gave you that. Uh, I think Drell has a few blood shard arrows as well he can give you. This is a great segue. These weapons that you are handing over, this is how blood shards get charged. Through the arms of their servants. Now, it is within my understanding and a well-informed guess that you have run into the Red Dawn by now. Yeah, you, you can say that. These blood shards have been charged by the members of that guild. They go around, they kill, they slash, and then once the bloodshot is charged, they hand it over to their superiors, and then they repeat the process. Uh, mm. Now I understand I may be throwing a lot of information at you. There's a lot to absorb. Like get the blood shards. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you said. I think uh, we all get it. Uh, that's a good one. I got something for you. You have his attention. What about this? And I pull out my blue gem what it kind of what would you say about something like this you see his face for the first time show emotion he is surprised he takes the gem and he looks at it then he takes his little monocle and he zooms in on it oh we didn't say he could touch it but okay <laughs> where did you find this first why don't you tell us what it is armos is getting skeptical <laughs> this is an acrylic shard that has been purified something that we've been trying to achieve since many years ago, when a crystal first came to Cumbrea. There's only one person I know who came up with this idea and almost achieved oh God, it. He disappeared oh, a long no. time ago. No. Wait. <laughs> oh yeah, that Bowden guy, right? He looks at you and goes, yes, the Grand Wizard Bowden. Yeah, uh, I think he might be a Nothic now. Well, how do you mean? I don't know, like when we went there, there was one of his books had a page folded on the Nothic section and this Nothic's been following us. It's been, it's just a big thing. Oh, uh-oh, oh, oh, I'm putting it all together now. You see that he, he puts the gem down and he's like, he leans back in his chair and he slumps and he's just staring at it and he's tapping his fingers along his desk. Oh no, no, no. You said he's been following you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sure has. Uh, it's quite the accusation for for a great wizard such as him to turn into a Nothic. Are you sure it's him? Oh, not yet. I mean, we fought him yesterday. Yeah, I, I was trying to make sure, but... Yeah, luckily. one time I even said, hey, Bowden, and it turned its head and looked at us real quick. <laughs> make me a deception <laughs> check. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Just kidding. 
14. JK, JK. I don't believe you. That's good, because I wasn't serious. Have you tried communicating with it? Uh, it, it well, I was it, trying to capture it, but it ran away before we could try and communicate with it. Yes. It ran away. But that's how I saw it. How did you see yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. He sits back up and he goes, that is quite the story and a theory. However, Nothics typically tend to be more on the evil, chaotic mm. side. Now, that doesn't sound like the Bowden I know. However, I haven't seen him in quite some time. So any theory is not beyond me and I'm always open to suggestions. However, that is a wild theory uh. we had. Spoden is not that type mm. of wizard that I know. I'm just saying, when we went there, he wasn't there. Nothic page folded. Yep. Nothic following us. He th yeah, you think you know a guy, you know? Armos is like pissed that he's now just putting this all together. Like, that <laughs> he f finds himself pretty clever, but. Uh. Armos, you gotta, you gotta take. You gotta take notes like Menace and I, and I look over at Menace and I'm just copying his notes. <laughs> Nate, you gotta keep up. Oh, Nate, wow. We have been trying to achieve this for many years. May we keep this? What? If we say no. <laughs> Wait, we know someone with a blue shard as well. I kick Menace in the shin. <laughs> you see two? <laughs> and he like stands up and he's his, uh, his, he's like leaning over the desk. Uh, you see another and he is nine feet tall. You need to get out more. I look up, I look to Drell, I look up, I look to Armos, I look up. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he takes out a handkerchief and he rubs the sweat off his brow. This is a lot to take in. <laughs> he looks out, he turns towards the windows and he looks back at you. He goes, okay, what we are trying to achieve here is a way to stop a Christo. Well, that guy's dead though. He's not here. No, right? Christo is not dead, but he is not connected mean? to this world right now. However, Whoa. one of you do walk among him. Uh, he looks at you, Armos, and then he looks at Reginald. We all turn our heads. <laughs> Everything's coming together right now. Drell scoots his chair in the opposite <laughs> direction. Of yeah, Armos. we both just kind of. <laughs> uh, you know, I like attacking things. I don't like being attacked. <laughs> this is crap. Show him the book. Show him the thing. Uh, no. He's gonna try to take Why the not? book. He could help you. Uh, this is like literally the one guy that could help us. Reginald is quiet. He He's looking at Reginald and you. I put the book on the desk with Reginald next to it. As, and then just put my hands out like, this is what I'm dealing with. He looks at the tome and then he looks at the acrylic shard in the tome. And he goes, as I suspected. And he sees that the gem is glowing and it's deep red. So you have been charging the shard, have we? I kind of have to, to live. It's kind of uh, the problem. Oh my gosh, that's what he's been doing at night. <laughs> you see that he doesn't touch the tome. And he just looks at it. Mm -hmm. He looks at Reginald. He looks back at the tome. Something tells me you're not going to explain anything. And he looks at Reginald and Reginald's just staring back. Wow, this is the first time he's ever been quiet. <laughs> what is your contract that you've made with this demon? Uh, Who is your contract with? Uh, I mean, some guy in this other realm. 
There's whales in there. There's a you know bone whale. That's, that's kind of cool. But uh, writes down bone whale on a piece of paper. Yeah. And then there's like a big bridge, but it's not all the way there, and it's leading to a castle. castle. Yeah. Drell Drell writes down. I knew we shouldn't have wrote our names in that book, and shows Menace's <laughs> notepad. Now Menace is putting his own logic together, going. <laughs> so yeah, it's the big man. It's a Christo. He tosses some papers off his desk as he turns around in rage. He takes like something like a heavy uh, paperweight and he throws it across the room and it lands on the floor and it rolls away as it leaves some cracks in the floor. With his back towards you, he looks over his shoulder. He goes, how far is the bridge? Halfway. I squint a little. Did you know about a bridge drill? I didn't know about a bridge. What fucking bridge? Now, what is this? <laughs> oh, you guys ever been taking notes? Drill, you have seen the bridge for a minute when you died and the, the yeah, <laughs> when you popped up in this world because you signed the book. Fuck, I do know what Will is talking about. <laughs> you know what that bridge symbolizes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's coming together pretty quick in this conversation. That is the bridge between his world and ours. Yep. Figuring that out. And the more you fill that tome, the closer and stronger his connection to this world is. Mm-hmm. That more monster that you've been lugging around oh, and showing one. our <laughs> constructs and have now dragged into my office mm -hmm. is the result of the connection between our worlds. This wasn't happening a year ago because there was no connection. The stronger you connect our worlds together, the worse the things are going to get. And unfortunately, whether you decide to stop or continue, it is going to happen. The cogs are in motion. The Red Dawn know this. Oh. And whether you continue it or not, they are going to complete that bridge. Because the original person who formed the bridge the first time is still alive. Who is that? Vero Grimgar. Oh. Oh yeah, we met that guy. Do you know his location? Kind of, and I look at Armos again. <laughs> we have a strong guess, but we have been able to get eyes on him because the city is currently shut down by the Queen of Aramor, the city of Stratham. I mean, I, I know I asked for something. I'm pretty sure Armos asked for that exact thing because <laughs> Ritz Gulak is with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want to do. That's the whole point of all this. All I want to do is get that SOB. So you're willing to damn the world to get to that for revenge. If it means getting my dog back, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got our own priorities. <laughs> Rubbing his cheek with his finger as he's thinking to himself and smacks his lips. Armos is getting pissed at this point. <gasps> it's true that every all bad news has a silver lining. And this silver lining is pretty bright. And he looks back at the purified acrylic shard on the on his desk. We have been trying to make that with Bowden's notes. We think this is the solution. But we haven't been able to make it. Because those that can craft weapons of the blood shards are hard enough to find, let alone finding someone that was able to purify it and finding someone who could socket it into a weapon. Oh, into a weapon. Oh. Well, that's a great idea. We had a group of adventurers once that we tried to do this. Let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, what's up? When when do you think a crystal's first appearance in Tuhumbrea was? A hundred years ago. Mm, wasn't it like, what do you say? 
200 years ago? <laughs> no, that was the second time. Oh. But not many people know this because evidence of the first event were destroyed when it happened because it was far more devastating. If it wasn't for Horatio leaving with Acristo in the city of Thalor, the world would be in a much dire state right than it is right now. Armos. Armos, that's where you're from. The reason why there is no news or very little evidence of the first encounter with Acristo because it was in a heartland. And the heartland, which you guys know is the continent uh, across across the ocean, is one of the four major continents of Humbrea, was completely wiped out when he first came because he ravaged and pillaged the land. And everybody who lived within the heartland was eventually gone. It is currently still a wasteland to this day. I kind of roll an insight check to see if he's telling us the truth on that. Go for it. Fuck. An 11. <laughs> it's very compelling. Who's the guy that left with uh, Christo? Horatio. Yeah, Minus, did you ever read one of the books as you were a kid? So you know that the Red Catastrophe, like being like the first event, and you know the name Horatio is a bit of a household name. Some people don't believe it actually happened because it was so long ago. Um, but you know that Christo came and he took Horatio with him. And upon that agreement, um, Christo left Humbrea and Thalor went with it as an outcome. That was crazy. I was there when it happened the second time. I watched Horatio get taken by a Christo. I watched the city of Thalor get blown up simply by him leaving. We believe that when he came again, we would have the proper tools to fight him. We don't, we simply do not have the weaponry to take him on or his army. Unless we use the purified acrylic shot against him. And perhaps building finishing that bridge is necessary and getting rid of a crystal once and for all. Oh my god, I'm so glad you said that. Give me some blood shards right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Theoretically, is there a way if if it you do your science stuff? Is there a way we could purify Armos's tome? There's only one person who would know how to do that, and that is Bowden. Dang it. We have been studying for quite some time, and whenever we think we're close, it's two steps, it's one step forward and two steps back. Whenever we think we have it just right, it shatters and it breaks. And we only perform those experiments when we think we have a really sound formula because unfortunately we have to do it with shards and gems that contain the souls of many. And it's hard deciding on who gets to live and who gets to die. But it is possible to purify that gem. So real quick, um, you know, hypothetically, if we if we did see a second one. You see the second one? You, no. <laughs> do you know why the person that is holding it would tell us we, they need to keep these separate like they need to stay away from each other I, I didn't know these really exist until now but I would assume the person who've created them don't want them in one spot in case one gets taken away would be my mm. first thought well then if we let you borrow this one we will not be telling you anything about the second one I mean uh, if there was one we wouldn't <laughs> tell you about it he squints at you for safety reasons. Mm. I look left and right. <laughs> I don't make eye contact with <laughs> For safety reasons, of course. Yes. I'm begrudgingly willing to accept. And I think it's best that if I was perhaps compromised, which is always a possibility, 
that perhaps I shouldn't know where the second one is. Right, exactly. In addition to this, while we have been trying to recreate from these notes to create a purified Acrylis gem, we have sent out several scout troops to find a blacksmith that might be able to socket one of these gems. Oh, we know a guy. You're telling me that you have a purified gem and you know a blacksmith? <laughs> Do you get out of this castle? I feel like we've just been stumbling uh, upon anymore, some of the greatest no. people there is. Tell me okay. his name. Well, I mean, he's a pretty cool guy. His name's Ulrich. Ulrich Shield Dust. He smiles as um, he laughs to himself. <laughs> Ulrich is a great and very talented blacksmith, but he is not one of the blacksmiths we are looking for. Oh, man. I was really hoping he could use this cool hammer, and I just pull out the hammer. Just get out of my bag. <laughs> he f- his face drops. He goes, "Oh my! Today has been quite a day." Dennis, <laughs> get out of my bag. What? And I he like takes this, a sip of ale. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Put this back it's in the my bag. my hammer. Is that Rim's hammer? No, it's Drell's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it was originally called, I think it originally was Rin's Hammer, but yeah, now it's Drell's. Okay, sure, sure. You got a lot of pieces to the puzzle here. I am quite shocked, <laughs> and I now I'm glad that it took you this long to get here, because I can see why. Well, Drell. unfortunately, this... Drell. Hold on, hold on, sidebar, sidebar. Drell, come here. <clears throat> Almost, get over here. Uh, me too. Okay. Yeah, no, do you think he'll give us, like, a, a big reward for this stuff? I'm just saying... Yeah, Minus, I'm not going to give all this stuff to him for free. I'm not an idiot. Okay, we're on the same page. Wait, same yeah. page. What, you think I'm giving him the gem? Like, yeah. that gem ain't leaving my sight. Yeah, I mean, we'll give him the gem, but for whoa, a lot of money. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> There better be a lot of blood shards in there. What? Oh, what are we going to do with the gem? <laughs> we can't, we don't know science stuff. Yeah, anyways, anyways, I and I and I break back up the, the yep. huddle and I go, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, a lot of this stuff that we've gotten we've we've gotten from the red dawn so this hammer the attack plans all of that is was in one room which after discovering it we shortly had a conversation with vero so it's great we have it now but it kind of shows i think what the other side is preparing for he's stroking his beard as he's listening intently and he goes i didn't think the red dawn would have this information this is truly unsettling, but it's good knowledge to know. If they have this hammer, and you have the purified gem, this is a great setback for them. They are aware that perhaps these gems could do some serious damage and thwart their plans. Oh, they don't know we have these gems. But they know about the gems, and he shifts through the papers again that you handed him, and he takes out the piece of paper uh, that says abomination gem that has it circled. Oh yeah, I guess they do. Yeah. But they know that it exists. They just don't know where they are. We had an adventuring party. Odin adventured with two others for the same goal. One of them did not return. And yet the blacksmith we are looking for is missing. Scoreus. Oh, yeah, that guy. We have several scout parties looking in the north, south of most southern point of Trillis, and into the Kambuki Isles. They have been gone for some time. We rotate scouting parties and we have not found any blacksmiths or Scoreus that are capable of doing this job just yet. But we are vigilant. We have the tool. We have a gem. We may or may not have location of a second gem. We don't. 
<laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah. And even if we did, for your sake, we wouldn't tell you. I'm a man of numbers and statistics, but I've always been against of fate and destiny, but by the gods, when it's when it's lying before you, you just sometimes you have to you just have to yield to the facts. I believe there's a reason why you are here today. And sometimes you just need the blessings of the gods and this I I believe this is what it is. Yeah, and that reason is Duncan. Good man. Duncan is a very good friend. I haven't heard from him in quite some time. Yeah, we haven't either. He could be on holiday. I he hope he is. Settled down. Could have settled down. It's been a couple of months since we last seen him. We are aware of the corrupted presence in Gilo. I believe they know that we know that they know that we know. That we know they know we know they know. I know. Tell me, what is your next move? Uh, probably heading to the Red City. That's where that guy is, I think. Do you know anything about Stratham? No. Okay, well, the city is locked down by the Queen Aramor herself. Practically half her militia is stationed outside of the city, keeping all things out and away from that city. Oh, yeah? Well, do they know about people that could do this? And Minus goes invisible. Poof! <laughs> there are many great wizards among their ranks that can do that. Of course. Oh, I guess I'm not that special. Dang it, Sid. I thought that was going to be cooler. That was going to be a cool moment. Is there a way to get in, or what do you think we should do? Because well, we got to go kill this frog thing for Armos. Please. That's all I want to do. If we can do it a better way, you know, if we can be more prepared for it, I mean, I'm obviously all for that. Believe me, with my rage, I think we're ready. We're really prepared. How can we help each other? Yeah, well, first, uh, you know, we did just have a team huddle. These items, by the way, obviously are not going to be free. Um, I think you probably already know that as well. Um, but yeah, go ahead and answer Minister's question. And Drell, like, kind of backs out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, for for your troubles, you will be compensated. Yes. I don't know of any sound way of entering the Red City short of the Queen's Blessing. However, that city is just not an abandoned city. It is a city overrun with monstrosities. It is a fallen city. It was the old capital that fell when a crystal first came. We were lucky to barely get the King of Aramor out of there before he fell deathly ill from its, from its, uh, from its attacks and shortly died a few weeks later. What well, we know, the city is overrun with demons, from his very realm that just didn't go back. The militia is stationed out there not to keep people out, to protect people from going and keeping whatever evil within its walls. We also have a strong hunch that is probably the Red Dawn's main hideout, so to speak, their, their lair, if you will. My guess is we'll probably have to find another way than the main road to get in. Uh, but unfortunately, I do not have those plans because... Well, our, our objective lies elsewhere. What if you had, uh, theoretically, a cool lantern that could, uh, you know, plane shift? He he eyes your fell Ogburn, and he goes, Going through the land of the fell could be could be one way, for sure. Okay. What you like, will uh, see on the other side, you may not want to wander so carelessly. Team huddle real quick. And then mm. I gather yeah, the team yeah. back up and I go, Okay, um, 
So obviously we want to go kill the, you know, the, the little frog guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if we go help find this uh, blacksmith to maybe like help give us better gear and weapons if if they're able to make these shards into weapons i mean we go in there like it would probably be a lot easier get prepped so we can really do a number exactly it's up to armos though because i mean yeah we know where he is but i mean if you want to go we can but i mean if you would rather go to the kabuki isles Uh, and find this blacksmith first then i'm also down to go in axes are blazing you tell me I mean, it's totally not. I also don't want to go to the Fight Club or anything. That's not part of the reason why I'm trying to convince you to go down there. <laughs> Drell folds the uh, Fight Club flyer back up and puts it back in his bag. <laughs> the Kabuki Fighting Pits. Yes, uh, the flyer yes. you found in, in Dilmore, <laughs> among other flyers. Armos definitely just wants to go to, go there and just handle this guy now that he knows where he's at to get his little grubby mitts on him. But at the same time, like... He sees some sense into what Drell's saying, and so he's gonna leave it up to Menace. Hey, how about this? I'll flip a coin. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, Raven. Raven's head is uh, Kambuki Isles, and Raven's tail is. Uh, Are you flipping uh, the Shadowfell right coin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're using the Raven coins. Okay, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Menace. Don't. I mean, there's an. I mean, I have the fighting pits down huh. there. I mean, you have to go to the Kambuki Isles anyways, right? We could just knock all of that stuff out at one time. I was going to say, I thought Minus would be jumping all over, getting that Hydra action. I flip, I flip the coin up in the air. Zing, 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 zing. And I, uh, I yell in the air. Heads. We're going to the fighting pits, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolled a D4. <laughs> nice. So the three of you are heading to the Kambuki Isles. Well, first, let me compensate you. Please. Oh, I was kind of rude. He was just listening into our conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Nope, you're right. Go, 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 go. Back up, back up. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, it's fine. Well, He's more like... Pro- Minus kind of proclaimed it, so I figured. <laughs> yeah. <My bad. laughs> I picture it more like he was trying to listen in, and he was just like hunched over us, like listening yeah. to everything we were saying. <laughs> so you're saying we need to find a blacksmith for this hammer, right? One talented enough to use it, yes. Yeah, we'll find this guy. I've got business there anyways. I'm uh, nervous to go there, but maybe it's time. We'll uh, we'll definitely take care of that for you, or at least try. Speaking of which, you haven't uh, happened to hear of a the mythical three-headed hydra of the Kambuki Isles, have you? Um, no, can't say I've I've witnessed or heard any knowledge of that. Let me ask you another <sighs> question: Have you heard of Miranor? Um, I've had heard some rumors about the uh, warrior I mean, we named Minor. Um, <laughs> it's not like we need to know. I try to get you know. I try to keep tabs on the neighboring villages, and I've had yeah. some heard of achievements uh, from Gilo. You know, fighting uh, Miranor. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, kicked out a couple of bugbears from the village uh, about mm. a year ago. Um, that was us. Actually, happened now that you mentioned slain a hydra. Heard it was a hot item menu from uh, Novo, one of the <sighs> traveling food carts. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, I mean, I, I don't, I don't get out of the fortress nowadays very much. But I heard uh, he poached it. <laughs> Where are the three of you heading? Uh, we're gonna go ahead and go to uh, 
the Kabuki Isles and find you this blacksmith. Well, please, the three of you lodge here for the night. Okay. Rest, and I can provide transport to Aramore, where you can find yourselves a boat to get to the Kambuki Isles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up? What, the, what is this reward that we're supposed to be getting? Oh, yeah. We're bringing oh, you whoa. these amazing things and all this information. Gold? I'm assuming you want gold. Well, really cool well, items. Magic you know, stuff. I don't really got magic stuff. Yes, I mean, we could peruse. You, you know what? Uh, magic items? Trinkets and curios for your adventure? Items and uh, adventuring gear? I'm sure we can sort something out. Um, cool. Tell you what, as you right. lodge, as you lodge here, see, we are... We don't really sell items, but we do store magical items for various experiments. How about you uh, submit some paperwork to my staff, and then we'll see what we can do. Is there anything you're looking for in particular? Um, anything you think would help on your adventure, and we will do the best of our abilities yes. to fulfill those orders. And on top of that, we will give you uh, a sum of gold for your troubles and the extra items you have brought Lovely. along. All right. That sounds All good. Right. We'll put in All the right. paperwork. Sounds uh, good. Our people will talk to your people. Yeah, well, our people will talk to your people, and we'll stay in contact. Last last thing before we go, do you know what this does? And I pull up the flask. The flask with the great evil inside of it? And he goes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my flask. Melora. Oh, Melora, you have one of those, too. Of course. Why Why wouldn't you have one of those? And he <laughs> goes, we're collectors. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let me try and open it real quick. Three, no, please. As, no? as We as have he... a few of these. What oh. is inside one of these, and I am going to implore that we hold on to this for safekeeping. Uh, no. Do you have any empty ones? We have a couple of full ones. What you have here is an iron flask. Now, an yeah. iron flask is an item that mm -hmm. is commonly used to hold a creature. We know, I mean, we know what it does. Yes. Oh, great, yeah. great. I am, I am wizard-splaining to you. I am so sorry. So, um, what's inside here is... Most likely a demon of Beloon. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. We have a few of these. We don't, they are very troublesome to deal with. So rather than unleashing them and potentially killing hundreds and thousands of people, we just keep them locked up in a very secure room. Mm. And we will deal with them once the greater problem is dealt with. Hopefully, uh. if the greater problem is dealt with, then these will uh, go away. But that's optimistically thinking, of course. Do you have any empty ones? Iron flasks? Oh, yeah. um, yes, we can put that with your goods, of course. Um, uh, and you see that he like reaches over idea. his desk. He reaches over, and there's like a, a little bell that he rings. Ding, ding. And you see through the iron doors, two um, people walk in in white and blue robes. And you see the Lord Baron calls over, and he goes, Nihilus, Mullen, please come on over here. Please see our guest. They are properly lodged for the night and see that they are um, well comfortable taking care of. They're also going to give you uh, later tonight a list of items and requests as they are um, going to have a great journey starting tomorrow. Uh, as, and make sure that they have proper transport to the city of Aramor. Sign um, two constructs and two guards and um, get some of our best Clydesdale. We want them there most haste. Um, yes. And we will... We'll make sure they are uh, fit for fit for travel. And you see oh. Nihilus and Mulan goes, yes, of course, Lord Baron. Um, you see that they are both half-elves. And they look very similar. One is a female and one is a male. And they take a bunch of the paperwork and they go, we will make sure they are properly accommodated and these... Um, 
their needs are taken care of. And they look to you, they bow, and they quickly leave. And Lord Baron goes, why don't you go ahead and follow them and you will be properly lodged and I will see you tomorrow morning with your requests. Um, before we leave, I, as everyone else starts to leave, I run over to Lord Baron and I go, uh, is there any way you can like maybe include some uh, blood shards for the uh, attic we got over there because I think he's starting to have some severe withdrawals and I know you talked about you know possibly finishing the bridge would be a good thing so anything that would keep him functioning uh, that'd be great you see Reginald is like he's turning his head like an owl as he looks at them and he goes and Lord Brown goes yes but we're going to give him some of the translucent ones uh-huh. that's fine that works for me Trust me, I'm on your team about this. I've been fighting this guy the whole time about it, but (laughs) I'd rather have him useful, you know, on our journey. So he takes uh, he takes a few and he hands them to you and he goes, please try to ration these as we don't want to. um, We don't want to keep using these, Um, you know, although they are clear, they may have a soul in them. It's entirely possible, but um, for the greater good, for the greater good. Um, And I guess the last thing um, I've before we leave i think drell's just gonna ask him oh yeah uh lord baron have you talked to my aunt dory recently or anyone from my tribe dory oh that's a name i haven't heard in years dory is your aunt so i guess that means brax is your father oh god (laughs) i thought i saw a resemblance yep that's him you wouldn't happen to have your father's axe would you and that is where we'll end this session holy shit Okay, I guess good thing I asked. All right, cool. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a it's great stopping that. point on that it's question. Spicy. <laughs> lore uh, episode. Lore heavy, heavy lore episode. Everybody, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think it needed to happen. It was We've definitely been doing a bunch happen. of shenanigans, and it's all it's, coming together. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it on the after show, as always. However, mm-hmm. it's very funny because I will say this for free that I expected you guys to come here earlier, like mm. 30 sessions earlier. So it's really funny that you came with like half of the <laughs> items that you actually need. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's just, you side quested before doing the main yeah. quest of the game. And it's like, <laughs> oh, here's this level five quest. Why are you guys level 50? You, know? <laughs> you showed up to that's... Brock's gym with level 30 Pokemon. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ready to go. That's how I play real MMOs. I just do all the side quests first. I need eight. Oh, yeah. uh, I need eight uh, boar hearts. Oh, you're level forty. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you already have them? <laughs> Weird. <Yeah. laughs> That's awesome. We'll talk more about that stuff uh, in the after show, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, for for the adventure, of course. Um, you guys. So little bit of a spoiler not really of a spoiler next episode we'll just pick up from the next day i want everyone i want i want all of our ventures to hear this the next episode um the next session will pick up the next day as you are ready to leave so what i need yeah. from the three of you are a list of reasonable requests yes. reasonable requests um <sighs> of things you want maybe upgraded because items aren't sold here but they are mm. certainly developed here so you're gonna submit me uh, you're going to submit Lord Baron's advisors what you want. And then uh, behind the screen, I will make a couple of rolls to see how those needs are met. And you will be paid for your finished quest from Duncan. Wow. 
with some bonuses because you delivered a ton of more shards and you delivered a uh, a magic well, blacksmith hammer. And the most important thing, my flask. Oh, and the flask. Ugh, and you guys are keeping the, the the purified gem. Yeah, we're gonna no, we're we letting them hold on to that. Letting them hold on to yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, so you guys my. will be compensated for all of those items, all of those key items. So um, I want to be held liable if we lose the gem, you know? You know, it's a very valid concern, Minus. It's a very valid concern <laughs> and quite mature of you. I um, would rather so this be is in great. my possession. So the three, before we go into the after show and talk about the stuff that you may or may not want, uh, please submit me a list of things you may need, uh, gear, possible upgrades, and within reason, I will try to accommodate those as a DM, and we will pick it up on the road to Aramore. That's level 12. That's level 12. No, so level 11. (laughs) I'm trying to steal levels. You're trying to gain levels right now. Right now, Alec, but one day you will look back on these lower levels fondly. Mm. You are living the glory days, my friend. You are living the glory days. The next level's going to be amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) Um... And, you know, it's tradition. I need one of you to give me a solid recommendation. Ooh. A recommendation, um, like anything. Well, I, I mean, I kind of, I gave this one to you guys earlier, but I just saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, mm. great! It is phenomenal. I, I cannot see wait to see it. Yeah, Good. I'm gonna even go if you're not tomorrow. like big Marvel people. I mean, the greatest thing about the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff is they have the greatest soundtracks of mm-hmm. like all the Marvel movies. So, oh yeah, um, huh. Yeah, that's awesome. great. I hope they make the a fourth. I haven't uh, even seen it, but I hope they make a fourth one. If uh, I think this is the last one, right? It's like the the last one. I have to know. gonna I have to know. watch it. Uh, gonna have to watch fair it. Enough, fair know. enough. Fair no, enough. No details at all. Yeah, and season three of Demon Slayer has been out for a month. So if you haven't caught up on that, you should. Oh, I haven't. I still need to catch up. I haven't watched anime in such a long time. I am a terrible weeb. Uh, my new favorite villains in that one. Ooh. Mm. Oh. All right. Nice. And Discord cool. is now telling me that we should suggest adding two-factor authentication. So with that, we're going to go ahead and upgrade our security and say goodbye, nice. everybody. Later. Bye. Toodaloo. And now it's time for the Patreon shout-out, starting with the Blood Shard Bandits. Benjamin Hayes screams into the mechanical void. In order to save Benjamin's life, artificers and doctors turned him into a warforged. But something dark lies within his optics. For a successful integration to take place, he must make a dark pact. What comes next will be dreaded. And next is Dylan Snyder. Songs of Reese have been floating around like a melody in my head as his tunes are ranking top of the charts in Humbrea. Although summer is around the corner, these songs will make you fall for him. (laughs) Julius Kendrick has been lurking in the darkest parts of Humbrea. Wherever he goes, the shadows of night grow darker, while the moonlight somehow glows brighter. The plot thickens, and so does his need for revenge. And there are still no updates on our final Bloodshard Bandit, Reigns. Reigns is still missing- Oh, oh, that cannot be good. Anyways, let's move on to the Sidgwick College alumni. Andrew Hall has just made it onto the Dean's List for the most improved student this semester, earning his Spelternity some free lunch coupons at the Rec Hall. With Advanced Illusion classes over, Andrew has moved on to his Abjuration classes. Artemis is traveling back to the Sidgwick College with Kemi Joe after turning in a new project to Lord Baron's Divider. 
He is eager to return Kemi Joe's book to the library as long overdue late fees keep him up at night. Patrick Wennerstrom. Patrick is currently shrouded by mystery as he travels around Humbrea. What lurks beneath that dark cloak of his? No one approaches Patrick out of uncertainty. Will you be met with words or blade? Robit Crisp is next. With financial support from the Alpha Beaker Phi Grant, Robit now has everything he needs to research baguette movement theory. Only, he has stumbled upon something troubling. It seems the baguette used in testing contains a tiny civilization within its crumbs. And Saint Chaos. With Artemis traveling, Saint Chaos has been up to less good than ever. In fact, the pranks have gotten so out of hand, without Artemis there, that the student union has issued Saint Chaos 120 demerits, 40 citations, 8 violations, 2 written warnings, and 2 verbal warnings, all landing Saint Chaos in a world of hurt. That's right, a disciplinary review requesting Sir Chaos expulsion has been left on Artemis' desk. When he returns, a desagulation is sure to follow. And last but not least of the Sigic College alumni is Warden. Famous food critic, Warden is making his name known in Humbrea while trying the best food spots around South Trillis. The last spot Warden visited was Novo's food cart that earned 5 stars. It was promptly knocked down to 4 stars, however, after Novo kept complaining that Warden would not give him 6 stars. But let's move on to Humbrea's heroes. Abdul Rahman Rafia, newest denizen of Dilmore, currently setting up a new potion shop as the town's last alchemist shop seemed to have closed its doors. Alex Judge Dredd is ready for battle, but has no enemies left. Angel the Ranger has recently stumbled on a litter of baby displacer beasts. How cute. Naturally, she adopted them. Anthony Pizza, aka Sly, is slinging his rogue talents around Aramore City. Sly is known for getting information by any means necessary. Alardon Star is missing? Not because she's in danger, but rather she is training hard under a waterfall that flows upwards. Nefarious Ducarius is a mercenary who has earned a name for himself, the Naked Dragon Slayer. I don't know what it means, but rumors of why are beginning to float around fast. Man with Glass has been murdered, allegedly, although a note was found near the crime scene reading, Ain't letting no stone break me. Michael Sekarak is a mysterious adventurer who has just arrived in Humbrea. No one knows yet if he is friendly or dangerous. Sergio Rodriguez has been MIA for a while, however, his tabs are still being paid on time. Trusting, yet mysterious. Terminal No Name has discovered a new Rocket Boot League skill that has given him the advantage on kickoffs. He calls it a haste flip. And that's all for this month's Patreon shoutouts. If you'd like to hear your name read here in a custom shoutout, then head on over to patreon.com slash dnd404 to subscribe today.